Hello and welcome to the Collapse Experiment, where you can no longer find me on YouTube because I have a strike, which means I can't do anything for an entire week. And oh boy, is it is it a goodie? Uh, the reasoning behind it. Well, let's let's see what they have to say about that because. Uh, they, they don't really seem to know why I have a strike. I don't know if this is uh, some alphabet agency telling them that something needs to be removed or if um, it's something else entirely. So um, this notice says our team has reviewed your content and unfortunately we think, they're not sure, we think it violates our medical misinformation policy. Funny because I know that video. You can still find it over on Odyssey. And I was quoting a UK medical specialist who was uh, chatting amongst his fellow colleagues about when they should release the next variant and that they need to scare the pants off of the public. That is what they have an issue with, people finding out what was actually going on behind the scenes. But even they aren't sure, YouTube isn't sure, we think it violates our policy. Really? Okay, and it gets even fishier from there. Uh, we've removed the following content from YouTube, jab creator found dead, proof virus was planned. Well, what do you call it when somebody who's in charge of lockdown says, when do we, we release the new variant? I don't know. Uh, apparently, they've got a whole other um, definition of, of what these words in certain orders mean other than what they actually say. Yeah. YouTube does not allow content that spreads medical misinformation that contradicts local health authorities or the world health organization. You mean the same World Health Organization that created a false paper so that Dr. Fauci could be off the hook for financing a certain lab over in Wuhan? <clears throat> that who? So who are you, YouTube? Because you're not medical professionals and I suggest you just shut the fuck up. Or the World Health Organization medical information about COVID-19. Okay including on methods to prevent, treat, or diagnose COVID. I didn't touch or discuss any of that. And means of transmission. Didn't discuss that either. No. Actually, none of that was the topic. And I'm just waiting to see. I, I, I'm probably going to get a second strike for revealing that it was an actual <clears throat> WHO doctor who wrote a false paper because Fauci asked him to. Yeah, that's probably going to be my second strike. So this other notice that I had on YouTube about this same thing, and this is where the wording comes in to play as well. We found something that may violate YouTube's guidelines. They're not sure. They're not sure at all. But for some reason, uh, you, ever, you ever have those school teachers that they're not sure if Billy really did steal candy out of the candy jar, but they suspect it. They have a pretty good inkling, but there's no actual evidence or proof and that Billy still ends up in detention or sitting in the corner with the dunce cap. Yeah. So this is exactly what they're doing. They're being a shitty teacher is what's happening. So yeah, YouTube, uh, <laughs> that may violate. It doesn't or does not. 
Does it? Come on, YouTube. Uh, you're the authority here. Did I violate by quoting somebody else? Anybody? I mean, these are the medical experts that we're supposed to be going by. And this quote was from three years ago now. Yeah, Christmas is coming up. We need to scare the pants off of them. Do we release the new variant? <clears throat> so yeah, YouTube can suck my nuts. And uh, we are going to go on to other stories because uh, it doesn't end there. Uh, this story in particular, I think, fits well with my current situation on YouTube. CDC bought phone data to monitor Americans' compliance with lockdowns. Contract show. So the CDC, if it isn't if it isn't one three-letter agency, it's another. And apparently the CDC is, uh, I don't know, getting tips from DHS or the FBI or the CIA. Uh, yeah, they're they're just going along with uh, one of their games. No, no warrants here whatsoever. They just bought your data. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, uh huh, purchased data from tracking companies. Tracking companies. There's companies out there that are tracking you. That's nice to know. Companies to monitor compliance with lockdowns according to contracts with firms. The CDC paid one firm 400 Check this out. The CDC paid one firm $420,000. Yeah, they must have been high when they thought this was a good idea. And another $208,000 that bought access to location data from at least 55 million cell phone users. That's interesting. The contracts approved under emergency review due to the pandemic were aimed at providing the CDC with the necessary data to continue critical emergency response functions elated to evaluating the impact of visits to key points of interest. Bullshit. Uh, yeah. Stay-at-home orders, closures, reopenings, and other public health communications related to mask mandate and other merging research areas on community transmission of the virus. The contracts obtained by the Epoch Times state... <clears throat> yeah, so the CDC, it would be... Uh, said it would be using the tracking data to assess home by our behavior home by our behaviors what like uh, I don't know suicides depression overeating not exercising lack of vitamin D those kind of home by home by our what the hell does that mean curfews analysis oh you want to find out if people are following curfews yeah, we weren't under martial law, and um, all of these regulations, rules, and lockdown procedures were unconstitutional and illegal. So why are you even bothering to, I don't know, spy on us for our behavior? By exploring the percentage of mobile devices at home during a specific period of time. You know what? Screw it. Just leave your phone at home. You're always at home. Just leave your phone. Pretend that your phone is a, a landline. When you leave the house, you leave your phone at home. And then they really don't know where you're going. 
Oh no, he doesn't have a cell phone. Is he a terrorist? Yeah, that's that's probably what they'll go to next. Like, you are required to carry your phone on you at all times. Bitch, it's my property. Unless it's a uh, Apple phone, which you don't own anyways. You just rent an Apple phone. Um, yeah, this is, this is probably coming next. Like, you are required to have your phone. No, I'm required to have my ID in case some cop decides to stop me. Other than that, you can just piss off. The data could also be integrated with other information to provide a comprehensive picture of movement, travel of persons during the pandemic to better understand mandatory... Mandatory? Mm, No, it's been three years and still not agreeing with that. Stay-at-home orders. (laughs) Uh, business closure, school reopenings, and other non-pharmaceutical interventions in state and cities. If it's funny, non-pharmaceuticals, you mean the drugs that they refuse to even bother to look at that were actually quite successful according to certain doctors who decided that they were going to do their jobs and try to figure out how to treat this illness. Yeah, non-pharmaceutical. Yeah, I don't think so. Under a heading labeled potential use cases for the data, the CDC said it could be used to try to connect the forced closures of bars and restaurants with infections and death rates, as well as try to assess the impact of state restrictions on close contact between people outside of their home. The data could also be used to monitor adherence to mandated or recommended quarantines after arrival from another state and to examine the correlation of mobility patterns and spikes in cases as facilities such as churches, concerts, and grocery stores. It would also... Oh, you mean the grocery stores that you crammed everybody into because you closed all the small shops? Those grocery stores. The the mass spreader, like Walmart, uh, what, Kroger, Meyer. Uh, how many how many other large stores can I think of that were left open while others were forced to be shut down? Yeah. The contacts were previously reported on by Vice News, but the outlet only released a screenshot of a single page because Vice, I'm finding out, sucks. They They really, like, they used to be cool. They used to be hip. And it's very obvious now with certain articles that I've read recently by them that they seem to be just a platform for more propaganda. Yeah, let's see here. There's a little bit more here, but you kind of get the idea. The CDC was spying on you to find out if you were doing what you were told because you're a child and you're not allowed to think for yourself. This is just another sign of the collapse of our society as a whole. And uh, these people are never going to receive any type of punishment. uh, No kind of reprimand. We're not going to get our money back that they bothered to spend on this. Because after all, if they're spending $420,000, it's not their money. It's our money. It's taxpayer money that they're mishandling and handing off to corrupt Uh, Silicon Valley style businesses. Yeah, I wonder why they're bailing out that bank. I have no idea. What could possibly happen if that bank went under? Hmm, would they lose their whole spying apparatus? I don't know. 
yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that's what would happen. They would just yeah. So uh, let's see here. For this episode, I'm thinking this might be a good one to close on Bonfire of the COVID Vanities, which uh, if you're familiar with Tom Wolf, then um, you, you'd probably remember the Bonfire of the Vanities, which was, uh, I believe, 80s, late 80s, maybe perhaps in the 90s. It was a big blockbuster novel. Uh, while the work of fiction, the book shown to harsh light on the all-too-real world of lies, corruption, and hypocrisy in high places. Nothing's changed. Nothing. In one of my favorite scenes, the power couple protagonists, probably the Clintons, uh, attended a party at the home of an aptly named Boverdage family, <clears throat> where all the guests blabbed on it blabbed at each other with deep fake enthusiasm, making sure that they display their boiling teeth at all times. Uh, I'm sure cocaine had a lot to do with that. Like the high society portrayed in this book, the COVID regime was replete with rot from taped up basketball nuts and masked toddlers to vaccine passports and slogans. Yeah, you try that crap again, and if somebody starts yelling at my kid for not wearing a mask... Uh, it's not the mask on your face you're going to have to worry about. I'm just warning you. Some of the slogans were carefully crafted by governments, while others sprang from the weeds of social media. Do you remember Fauci Sexual? <clears throat> they all drew from the same playbook, capitalizing on fear and using emotional manipulation to activate people's guilt circuits. They served as thought-stopping mantras that precluded honest communication about the pandemic to anyone with a slightly nuanced worldview. Their plotting earnestness grated like an earworm. Ugh. With three years of pandemic history behind us, it's high time to put those cluckers to bed. Cluckers? Clunkers. I've collected a baker's dozen of the slogans that have dogged us for the past three years and explained why they deserve to be torched and thrown into an unmarked grave. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of up there. Two weeks to flatten the curve. They can, yeah, definitely. That one can just burn and rot in hell. Uh, they just root. Next will be three weeks. I'm not kidding you. It'll be three weeks to whatever. Because the two-week thing, everybody's going to recognize that and go, oh, here we go. Another freaking year of uh, them destroying everyone's lives. Awesome. No, this time it'll either be one week or three weeks. They can't use two weeks. Stay home. Save lives. Uh-huh. Sure. Mm-hmm. Follow the science. <clears throat> yeah. The, I'm pretty sure Fauci ruined that one. We're all in this together. No, we're not. And you're proving that again with this whole SVB banking scandal. And it's a scandal. Gavin Newsom had money in SVB and he pushed for the bailout. Because the bailout would mean he gets to keep his money. Yeah, I'm sorry. If you're the governor of California and you put all of your money into one little piggy bank and that piggy bank gets broken and scattered around and all of a sudden you realize there's no money in there, I'm sorry, but... You don't get to steal taxpayers' money. It, it, it's just that's not how things are supposed to work. Gavin Newsom is a thief. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, we're all in this together. No, we're not. Uh, 
freedom, my freedom. Oh, they're making fun of people for um, their constitutional rights. During, let's read this one because uh, that kind of piqued my interest. During COVID, safety became the all-consuming preoccupation, and freedom got banned, branded as right-wing stupidity. Uh, freedom will take a walk on the beach. Stop killing the vulnerable. Freedom to earn a living. The economy will recover. The demotion of freedom. That noble idea of liberal democracy. Yeah, do you remember liberal democracy instead of this weird, uh, I don't know, fascist thing that we have going on right now? To a caricature has been painful to observe. Without freedom, we have nothing to resemble a life pandemic or not. Freedom needs a place at the discussion table. Do you hear this, YouTube? You bunch of dingleberry douchebags. Yeah. There's there's this thing called freedom, and you don't seem to understand it. Masket or casket? I've never heard that one before. Hyperbole much? The glib phrase was designed to frighten rather than inform. It's cuteness making it all more irritating. Masket or casket? Uh-huh. I, I don't recall that one. That must be like a localized thing. The virus doesn't discriminate. Funny. Funny. This this one this one is going <laughs> to... The virus doesn't discriminate. That's hilarious because all I heard about was how the virus was attacking black people more and how racist COVID was. And if you're not wearing your mask, well, obviously you hate black people. The virus doesn't discriminate. What about the all the old elderly people that had um, all these comorbidities before they died from co? Do you, does anybody remember that? It doesn't. No, it discriminates. If you're young and healthy, it doesn't really care for you all that much. But it'll take grandma and grandpa and Asian people and black people and anybody who's got slight tan and vitamin D deficiency. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> The virus doesn't discriminate. Okay. Yeah. Can't do X if you're dead. We've heard this a lot in the early months as justification for maintaining this or that restriction. You can't attend a jazz concert if you're dead. Are you kidding? All the great jazz artists are already dead. If you want to go to a great jazz concert, well, I mean, heaven or hell, uh, either way, if there's a jazz artist there, you're going to get a great show. Listen to the experts. Nope. No. Anybody who's labeled an expert from now on is uh, absolutely useless to me. Uh, I'm sorry. News channels, how about you say, like, this person has a degree in blah, blah, blah and specializes in certain things. When you label somebody as Dr. Fauci is an expert, he's an expert in creating shit that destroys society is what he's an expert in. Um, experts, absolutely useless. My mask protects you. Your mask protects me. No. Nope. No, no, no. Pandemic of the unvaccinated. That, that is actually not true. And the funny thing is, I just heard a radio program in my area. Granted, it was on, uh... Uh, PBS? Was it PBS? No, actually it wasn't. It was uh, some other channel where they had a doctor on there and they're like, the only cases 
The only cases that we're seeing right now of, of severe COVID in the hospitals are unvaccinated. The vaccine works, blah, 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 blah. Clearly, this person has stock in Pfizer. They're still pushing this thing. They want an early retirement. Um, the numbers do not say that. Sorry, hate to break it to you. But when it comes to, oh, uh, excess deaths, they seem to be of a certain medical procedure. Uh, when it comes to people who have better immunity, it seems to be people who did not get a certain medical procedure. So, uh, pandemic of the unvaccinated. Interesting. You may be done with COVID, but COVID isn't done with you. Can we get a restraining order? <laughs> uh, you may be done with COVID. Okay, stay safe. Hmm. Yep. All right. These words generally used at the end of a uh, social interaction became the verbal equivalent of touching wood, a knee-jerk utterance to ward off the evil eye. Stay safe. Stay safe. Yeah. Um, that's funny. So yeah, uh, bonfire of the COVID vanities. They definitely just need to toss all these into the flames and hopefully we never ever ever hear them again except for maybe in a history book where we look back and just kind of laugh and chuckle and then get very angry that nobody went to prison for this so yeah that's uh that's about it today for me i guess um I got a strike on my YouTube channel. You can still find me here on uh, my podcast. You can still find these articles at thecollapseexperiment.com. Uh, I did try to... Um, I have a Rumble account. I don't know what Rumble's problem is. Uh, I'm not liking Rumble for one simple fact. I created an account. Uh, it acknowledges my username. It acknowledges my email. Uh, it won't let me log in ever. And when I try to create a new account, it says that it's already, I already have one created, <clears throat> but again, it, it won't let me rumble. Fix your stuff. Cause, uh, I'm hearing great things about it. I have never been able to get this platform to work. It's, uh, frustrating so i'm stuck over at odyssey which is nice because at least my stuff doesn't get removed uh they seem to actually appreciate something called the first amendment and uh i'm waiting for the day where somebody has the authority to tell google and youtube to just shut the bleep up and they get an actual dose of their own medicine <sighs> i'm waiting for that day eventually will come like elon musk Somebody like Elon will step in and just be like, you know what? We're kind of sick of your shit. Oh, you're all fired. And guess what? YouTube is an open platform where we can actually say what we want. And if you don't like it, you don't have to watch it. That should be the policy. How is it that the old Howard Stern has the greatest policy when it comes to censorship? If you don't like it, don't listen to it. Keep on typing. <laughs>